I say, is this a sign of things to come when Cross clashes with Tommaso Ciampa? This Sunday, special tick-tock. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hope you are all well. Hope you're all doing good. Hope you're all staying safe. Welcome back to the War Report. Another episode with myself, Johnny, and I'm, of course I'm joined by Cyrus. We've got a big show for you today. We've got a lot of news for In the Trenches. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a prediction show because this Sunday is NXT Takeover in your house. Uh, Cyrus, how are you feeling, man? Or how are you? How are you staying up? Uh, I've been better, <laughs> and I think uh, that could be said about a lot of people in this current climate. But uh, I'm more or less confused because uh, in your house is on Sunday. Yeah. Usually, I'm used to like uh, having these things on Saturday. Well, they've been moving takeover to Fridays, right? So that's also uh, it, it, it's weird. Um, well, and plus, I used to like I usually do stuff on Saturday, so I'm glad it got moved to uh, Sunday. Uh, before we get into everything, I, how do you feel about um, the recent addition of crown people in these NXT shows? Like, do you think that it enhances them? Do you think that it makes um, them? <laughs> You miss crowds? It, it definitely changed the environment. Like, I know I, like, cracked down on AEW doing it uh, because, you know, everybody's mad close together and this, clo- uh, you know, COVID and all that. But uh, it seems like people there, you know, they got the plexiglass, keeping their fair distance. I, like, I guess you could call me a show when I say it's presented better when they do it. But um, I'm, not, I'm not too far. Uh, I guess it helps. People are enjoying the shows a lot more, so... Who am I to say if I don't like like it or not? <laughs> yeah, the plexiglass is a little like I think it's a cool touch. Uh, they got to get them some chairs though, because like they're standing, yes. standing for why, people too long. Why don't they get chairs? That's so weird. <laughs> it's like, nah, yeah, yeah, I'm well, gonna stand for these two hours. Well, like for for NXT, are they still they're still doing tape shows, right? I think. All right, so I think that. They do one week live and then one week taped, and it just goes uh, back and back and forth. Back. So maybe they're not standing as long as we think, but I do like think it's weird that they didn't give them chairs. Yeah, it's like come on, man! Like you guys, I know for WrestleMania, you guys got a lot of those commemorative, commemorative chairs. Commemorative. Uh, yeah, lying, lying around. around. Just, you, it doesn't even have to be like folding chairs or anything, which I know they have because I see them like. Every time it's uh, it's you get a look at the you got PC. Long chairs, like um, is yeah. like, they're they're opening stuff up, right? Go hit the IKEA, get a whole bunch of them. Like <laughs> you could just go to Walmart, get a uh, get a, a a bunch of chairs for ten dollars, and then you straight. Yeah, let them sit. I mean, then again, like AEW, like they're usually standing too, so. Uh, they usually stand at uh, they usually like stand at ringside and then like uh, there would be some people in the back uh, sitting. I remember uh, private party were just like standing there uh, sitting there in the back with a, a mask half on. Man. So we got a lot of stuff for in the trenches today. Let's start with item number one, and this is from our old friends at TNA Wrestling, otherwise known as Impact Wrestling, aka the uh, organization that will just not die. So, hey, man, damn, my old friend. 
whatever criminal activity they do to get their money for these wrestlers, I don't want to be linked. <laughs> so, their Slammiversary pay-per-view is coming up. It's July 18th. Um, and in How? And, and, well, hey, listen, they are cracking. They got a show every single week. People, apparently people watch it, too. Like, um, they... They have a pretty good uh, women's division. Add in, I guess, Deanna Perrazzo. They actually have some solid people. But what is of note is the promo video. It showed flashes of Eric Young, Rusev, Anderson and Gallows, Rockstar Spud, which, I mean, we can negate that right off the bat now, Kurt Hawkins, <laughs> Mike and Maria Kanellis, and EC3. So um, going off of that, it said there was a... I uh, believe there was an Observer report saying that NXT, I mean, not NXT, Impact is looking to re-offer uh, big money to kind of reshuffle their uh, roster a little bit. So they are offering a lot of money, and apparently a lot of ex-WWE talent has been signed. How are you feeling about this? Oh! <laughs> My, like, how? Where, like... One like one month we'll hear that Impact is struggling to keep the lights on, and then we hear something like this, you know. And I'm just like, how? Um, I think if they pull this off, that would be really good for the brand, uh, especially getting Rusev. I don't really care for Eric Young, but uh, Rock or EC3, but uh, and the Rockstar Spud thing is negated. But I think I think the biggest acquisition there would be Rusev. Uh, that would be huge. Um, Anos and uh, Anderson and Gallows, uh, they're funny dudes, I guess. Uh, like, they could do some funny stuff, and hopefully Impact allows them to do that. And then, you know, hopefully ho- hopefully they can rock on the brand. Well, I mean, for like for what I read, like Anthem, they're a multi-billion dollar company. Um, when they bought Access TV, it was like a nine-figure deal. I think Jericho came out and said that like they offered him seven figures to wrestle four matches, and then like allegedly their top stars make around six figures. Uh, if, if it's kind of maybe, like, maybe maybe wrestling for Impact ain't all that bad, you know. You you you're you're wondering when your seven figure is going to come, but it, it's going to come. And then allegedly, uh, WWE is hiring a lot of people back. We're trying to allow. How, Back, mm-hmm. but with pay cuts so i mean i think that if they pull a lot of these signings off they are in they're in the running for number two because like when you get yeah. like on this overhaul of people and then you know them trying to like i guess uh build some bridges and you know work with maybe like roh and then uh nwa uh, <laughs> or which is cooked yeah like <laughs> Way maybe trying to like reestablish a little bit relations with uh, New Japan, even though New Japan has not forgiven them for the Okada stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It's big. I mean, it's a big overall. It it also it depends on what they're going to do with them because like if Anderson and Gallows are there and they're just doing whatever, is this a really big splash as as we think it is? You know, like. But the, yeah, fact, but the fact that we have another player, uh, like another organization that has a lot of money, like that's that's pretty big. Yeah, um, you know, 
in some shape or form, if Impact is doing good stuff with their new acquisitions, uh, possible acquisitions, I'll hear about it, and you know, I'll see videos and stuff like that. So, if if they do good work with uh, Anderson and Gallows, then cool. We'll see. We will definitely keep our eyes about that. Second item. Anytime we have a major uh, NXT pay-per-view, there's always talk of people moving on. Uh, allegedly, mm-hmm. there are some a lot of NXT stars in consideration for moving. Uh, obviously, there's Dominic Dijakovic going to Raw. Uh, but two names that have been flown around is Io Shirai and Velveteen Dream. Now, I don't know if that is true. Given on what can happen this weekend, especially with Velveteen Dream, that would kind of be a little. <laughs> it would be a little weird because, like, it's like, all right, well, is Adam Cole going to stay there forever? Uh, you know. Um, yeah. So if Dream, anybody should move up, it's definitely him. Yeah. So EO Dream and also Chelsea Green is also being discussed to like move to the main all roster. Right. So with those three names. Uh, other than Dom, because we've talked about Dom before, like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? And like, it looks like it's happening. Uh, I'm glad I called it. Dom and died of COVID to get called up. Uh, I'm a genius. Um, <laughs> nothing for him to do, though. There's nothing. Uh, he could. I. Well, I mean, there's I nothing just think for him to be... do in NXT anymore. Like, how many times oh, is he going to yeah. fight Keith Lee? Yeah, and I think that was really bad, just having him fight Keith Lee constantly, because now when you got another opponent, he lost, and he looked very uninteresting. Um, so, uh, um, it's cool for him to go to Raw. Um, Chelsea Green, um, pretty sure everybody knows how I really feel about that. Um, what are you going to do with that? Like, and also what brand? For, okay, so, Io Shirai, I think Raw, uh, well, I mean, if Nia keeps on hurting people... (laughs) Well, I know he's people. They might, need her, change. they might need her on Raw for just, but like wherever EO kind of moves, uh, she's going to be a big part. So you can maybe have EO move to SmackDown a few with Bailey, which would actually be really, really fire. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel, uh, I feel like they might put her on Raw. Yeah, have her feud. I guess her and Kari feud. Or like team up against Oscar or something like that. That that would be kind of crazy, but um, that'd be cool. Velveteen Dream, he seems like a raw guy to me. Uh, he seems like a, somebody that should be clearing uh, his recent allegations. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, raw guy. I, I can see him doing some cool stuff on SmackDown uh, with um. In the intercontinental title scene, like maybe if like Brian, if Brian wants to work with him, we'll be we'll see like some really good stuff there. Uh, Brian seems to be supportive of a lot of the uh, the new guys that are coming up in wrestling, and I think uh, I think Brian will be his savior. <laughs> I think yeah, and uh, Chelsea Green, I think she goes wherever Charlotte is going to be the most. And then they're just going to kind of like team up and she kind of be like under Charlotte's wing or something like that. So SmackDown. Yep. Um, gotta give Bailey a raise. Gotta, it's at the point gotta where I Gotta give Charlotte a raise, man. She's doing <laughs> Yeah, but like, look at, look at the full roster other than like 
Sasha Banks these and volunteer, like Naomi on there. These like, volunteer hours need to resonate in some money. Yeah, like I, I said to y'all, like it, if I was Bailey, I would just go into uh, Vince McMahon's office, sit down, and say I won't leave until you give me a raise because she's been carrying uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I would prefer to see other people, but it is what it is. So our third item is about Adam Cole, the current uh, NXT champion. Uh, one, allegedly he has not signed a new contract. His deal allegedly is supposed to be up in August. And then there was comments from Road Dog who said that if he looked like Carry On Cross, he would be universal champion right now. Do you think that there's actually a possible? It's possible that Adam Cole leaves. Um, I know the, the I obvious guess. place where people would think that he would go. Yeah, AEW. Yeah. Um, if he goes, uh, I think that's a poor decision because uh, I think he's bigger than the elite. You know, um, he doesn't really have to try to relive PWG over there. Uh, so, you know, he doesn't really need to. And I think, uh, like, if he leaves, then what is Bobby Fisher and Kyle O'Reilly or uh, Roger <laughs> Strong going to do? Yeah. You know? It's, I mean, I think about the days where, like, he joined the Bullet Club. And, like, before he left, he was supposed to, you know, that whole core... Cody storyline where they had the war. Yeah, he was the feuding with Kenny a little bit. He was supposed uh, at, to be uh, on a rising. Yeah, he was supposed to be. That was supposed to be the storyline for him until Cody came. That would have uh, been a uh, that would have been a class. Well, I guess till he left, that would have yeah, been a classic. Yeah, but then he left. So like, I just <laughs> the bag think, talks. <laughs> I just think that um, it would be better served for him to either go like him and the undisputed era to go to Raw or SmackDown. There's more that he could do at the WWE than AEW at this point. AEW has, like, a lot of acquisitions that they need to figure out what to do with already. So if they keep on adding people, and, like, Adam Cole, like, no doubt, like, he's there. Like, obviously, there's incentive because Britt is there, and, like, his friends are there. But at the same time, like... Man, fuck friends! <laughs> you can know... You, we, we already seen him pull up to the after parties and stuff. You ain't gotta sacrifice your bag over friends. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I think that WWE can offer him more. I think that there's definitely more uh, dream matchups that he can have. Like, we saw him fight, you know, Daniel Bryan. Uh, he can have bangers with, mm-hmm. like, uh, Seth Rollins, Rollins and or... Roman Reigns and, like, Drew Gulak and all, all these Nakamura. other people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could do you could do what you want to do, man. Yeah, he's eight. But, uh, I, I think he stays. I, yeah. think, I think he eventually stays. I, I I really don't see the purpose of him uh, going there. Like, you 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 can you can see your friends and your wife whenever, man. NXT is in Orlando. Uh, yeah, you're in the Britt same Baker state, ain't right? going nowhere. Yeah, Britt, ba- Britt Baker gonna be around. <laughs> we'll talk about her in a little bit. Uh, another thing, so. Linda Hogan tweeted out some rather racist stuff about Ludus. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat the tweet. I don't even know if I even found the tweet, but 
Tony Khan mm-hmm. then promptly banned her and Hulk Hogan from any future AEW show. I have no idea that they would even go to one, uh, especially like Linda Hogan. Mm-hmm. So, um, G- <laughs> GCW representative AJ Gray uh, promptly did a this you on him and said, you have people on your active roster who echo that exact sentiments. This fake ass band means nothing. Yeah, it don't. Uh, that band was just for internet points, you know, and especially him sprinkling Hulk Hogan in there. Like they're still together when they're not, she just has Hogan in the name still. I don't know why, but, uh, yeah, that band don't mean nothing. Uh, I don't think she ever planned on going to shows, so it's whatever. But, you know, everybody was just like, yeah, Tony Kong, go, whatever. And then, you know, he he, he got his little points for the, uh, I'm not moved here. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, and the, because WWE put out a statement, right? And they promptly, mm-hmm. I, I called it. I'm like, this is going to be like a tech and backfire. Yeah, this is going to be a Tekken combo juggle of this use on WWE. <laughs> like, it was going to, they were going to catch heat. And rightfully so, like, and people did the whole, like, when Vince McMahon did the <laughs> N-word. Like, there was a slew mm-hmm. of, of things that they did. Yeah. And I don't think with wrestling, there's any, there's really any company that has the moral high ground. You saw what uh, mm-hmm. Brandy, Brandy wrote on her IG post. Uh, Cody was going down the Twitter rabbit hole to the point where, like, he was copping please, like, saying, like, we're all inclusive. And then he said that, like, you know, we had Scorpio Sky, like, one of the first champions. You know, black. just started tokening everybody. Yeah, which um, made things worse. Like, to be honest, like, if you look at AEW's makeup, right, most of the guys on Dark who are black have been jobbing. Like, they've been job man, job mm-hmm. man. And, uh, and then uh, somebody I was in the comments, uh, Pineapple Pete, they were just like, hey, but you had the match against Jericho, which went like two minutes. Yeah, Pineapple Pete caught uh, Pineapple Judas' elbow and was done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they did. Yeah. So it's weird when I feel like everybody kind of puts like these wrestling companies on a pedestal because it's a carny business. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. everybody is problematic. And it's just that, like, I feel like any figure like that is going to get dunked on. And uh, Cody Rhodes did. Like, look at Jake Hager. He's manga as fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? When, when he was going at that little girl that got uh, the people's, uh, people of the year or whatever, you know, like, and nobody said nothing. And then people, uh, people rightfully... You know, challenge Tony Khan. It was just like, yeah, you did this, but what about Jericho saying all lives matter and then doubling down on that? Jake Hager going on his rant. You know, uh, everybody can get a distant view. <laughs> no, it's just like, I, I never, I never get the whole all lives matter thing. We've said this at nauseum. Like, it's not people. Why? It's not people saying that. It ain't why, about it, like, you. Yeah, it's not. It's just it's. Nobody's saying that all lives don't matter. It's just saying that black lives need to be included in that. Like, why? Like, when people say black lives matter, why is that racist? I didn't think that, like, people... like Or, like, why are you threatened by that? It's just, like, people were saying, like, I, mean, I say black lives may- matter, and, like, people are like, nah, I, I disagree. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
I'm like, what? Like, that, I'm just saying a simple thing. Like, when you say all lives matter, make sure you include black lives. And it's just... Yeah. I don't and know. like, uh, the, the, the whole all lives matter thing is, is just dumb. It's silly and it's stupid. But, uh, yeah, Tony Tony Khan doing that, uh, trying to get brownie points with the internet. Yeah, that, that don't phase me. Um, rightfully so, Pineapple P and uh, AJ uh, AJ Gray called him out. Rightfully so, and uh, yeah, man, none of, none of these companies are going to get brownie points from me. AEW, uh, I mean WWE, releasing a statement, and it was just like, damned if you do, damned if you don't, kind of situation. Yeah. Because it was just like, if you say nothing, then you look bad. But, you know, they said something, and it was just like, hey, remember any screenshot from the Attitude Era? <laughs> yeah, it was just, I was like, that was a bad, like, option that... It, WWE had to make a statement, and, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, honestly... I- I think, you know, obviously, you know, the WWE certainly has gotten a lot better since the Attitude Era. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, like, I guess we like we could come to a spade and spades about that. But, like, AEW is still having these, you know, issues that, it, that they really shouldn't have. Uh, especially, you know, as this all-inclusive, blah, 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 whatever they are company uh, that they've been marketing... Uh, towards people with all their press conferences and stuff. Well, it's just like that. Um, AW Dynamite, that opening video they had. Like it was just like, we see you here, mm-hmm. with Black Lives Matter. I'm like, that is the most. It's like Empty. for most companies, it's the most like standard brand. Um, we passed <laughs> this around the slack before the show happened. We had to say something statement mm-hmm. uh, that you could say. So, I mean. I, I, Keep, we'll keep an eye on them. We'll, we'll see what they do, especially coming up for Firefest. Yeah, and uh, Cody also Cody did something else where he was just like, "Oh, we have like the only black woman in the highest like profession in the wrestling business," and it was just like, "It's your wife, dog." Like, it's absolutely nepotism. Like, let's not like I mean, try I, to make well, it something that listen, it's not. I'm not going to say that she's not qualified. She's very like. If you look but at like, her background, let's call she, it what it is. It was nepotism. I mean, yeah, but like at the same time, like I'm not for like knocking her down in that way because she is qualified for that. Like, but at the same time, uh, her IG post, like basically coming out against a lot of things, like that's where mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, that's where I have an issue. Like people, you know, if you are mm-hmm. in a position of power and you are a, you know a black person, you should want to say things and kind of open up doors and like but make like, light to injustices and things like things of that. No, pe- people on Twitter made fun of me for dating a white man. So I'm not going to talk about black issues. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I mean, love That's you. crazy. I mean, love who you want to love. It's cool. Yeah. But like, like I said, like when you are in like biz- big positions in times like this, you got to be a leader. Like you have to, Mm-hmm. You have power. to be bigger than that, honestly. And, yeah, and big to that, and and say like, all right, like there are other black women or black girls who look up to me, so let me say something, or let me say it and denounce this racism and denounce this p- police brutality in my stature, because maybe one day, like these same girls who look up to me might want to be in a position that I am. So I want to aspire. I want them to aspire to try to do that. 
because like if Cody says mm-hmm. that she's the only, you know, black woman or black person in that position, that's a problem. That means that it, you know, wrestling as a whole needs to diversify from the top up. And I think that mm-hmm. everybody has been saying that and rightfully been getting dragged on all these companies and these industries have been getting dragged on Twitter that, you know, there aren't people at the top at these, at these wrestling companies who aren't black or who aren't of people of color. And that's an issue, especially when you have, you know, storylines that are getting written. And I, and like you said, like, I think WWE has been getting better at it because like we've been getting like better characters because let me tell you something in the nineties, that shit was rough. All right. <laughs> Godfather. You know what I mean? Like things like, um, uh, new Jack. Well, Jim Cornette, uh, exploiting, you know, racial tension and getting new Jack over that I think, way. Well, but, new uh, Jack is just being himself. <laughs> yeah. And then Cornette kind of exploited that. And it was just like, Oh yeah, we can like definitely use this black person to, you know, do what, yeah, uh, yeah, like the, to w- really get heat. <laughs> the end of WCW, like think of that. Like they had damn like pinata on a pole matches, like with like Mexican wrestlers. That shit is still wild to me. That like when Vince Russo <laughs> did that, like that's still wild to me. Um, Duh, Vince Russo is a is a monster. Is an animal. <laughs> like, you mean it's just when I watched it when I was younger, I didn't really. I, I like I knew something was wrong. Yeah. But I didn't understand oh, it. Oh, yeah, because you're and watching that, two dudes uh, fight for a piñata. It wasn't two dudes, though. It was, like, a number uh, of Mexican wrestlers. And, like, I remember Juventud Guerrera um, not only winning, but, like, them making fun of JR and him yelling over, like, piñata, piñata. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I watched it, like, oof. going back in the, the network, and I'm like, this is this shit is crazy. This shit is, like, mad problematic i can't believe that they aired this like <laughs> well <laughs> at the time <laughs> well vince, it was vince bigger racist in the office <laughs> yeah, vince russo we can do a whole episode on like problematic vince russo storylines uh, you know mm-hmm. like you did you did brawl for all so like with spot callers but you can do like stuff from yeah. tna and all this other stuff but Going into that, it's time for our predictions. It's time for the NXT TakeOver in your house predictions. It is a, this is right. a damn good card. Damn good card. From top to bottom. Um, I'm love, Let's start right here because this match that they added at the end, I personally love. And I think I'm going to choose this as my show stealer here. Mia Yim, Tegan Knox. It's Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Who do you have? Uh, I'm going to go with the faces here. Actually, no. Uh, I'm going to go with the heels here. Okay. I, okay. Uh, I'm no make, real reason. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to make uh, two predictions. One, a match prediction of what's going to happen. Shotzi is going to do something crazy. Shotzi is going to jump <laughs> off something. It's going to be and like... Nobody's uh, going to catch her. <laughs> I, well, I hope so, but like, it's either going to be a barricade, uh, the stage, something like that, where she's going to jump and like land on like all five people or whatever. But I think that the faces is going to win. I think Mia, Tegan, and Shotzi are going to win here. Mm. Uh, and then, oh. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I still see Tegan sort of on her way out. So I'm just like, you know, uh, it's, it's just a countdown to the, uh, to the end, I guess. Where do you think that Dakota goes after this, man? Because I, because if you look at like previous shows, like I picked, I think we talked about Dakota being like a, a challenger eventually to like Charlotte or whoever was going to hold the title or Rhea. Um, like, like I, uh, I said it, uh, two weeks ago, um, as long as Charlotte is champion, I don't see a lot of women going like up the card. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> they're going to be, it's going to be, Charlotte is getting all her wins back, boy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, remember all those big matches I lost and then win the title? Well, guess what? Getting them all we back. We back, baby. <laughs> uh... So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's next for Dakota. Um, do they do uh, you know continuation from War Games where Rhea Ripley didn't put her on the team? Boohoo! Like, are we like get over it? <laughs> like, I didn't get I didn't get picked for the kickball team. Like, girl, that was like four months, uh, like five months ago. Oh man! Next match: Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Uh, isn't that Cameron Grimes? Uh, come on, man. Cameron Grimes don't get Tokyo takeover matches. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Priest with interference, uh, from Grimes. Okay. I'm gonna go with, <sighs> man. I'm gonna go with Priest too. I think t- Priest needs a big win. Much needed. Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross, baby. This match is going to bang, I think. This match is going to be brutal. There's probably going to be some blood in it. Um, I'm on, it, it would make sense for Karrion Cross to win. He, you know what I mean? Like, Tommaso. Yeah. And I don't think this is this feud is going to be over either. I think that, like, this will be, like, Oh, yeah, it can keep of, going. Yeah, this is going to be the either the first of three or, you know, they're going to have another one. But it would make total sense for Karrion Cross to win. NXT Women's yeah. Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. This shit is going to be the tough one. <laughs> hey, man. Please. The stars need to align. All I want for Christmas is for Io to win this match. So is that your final, as they say in uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Charlotte beat Asuka on Raw for some reason. Uh, so, uh, come on. <laughs> Charlotte is on her, like, Akuma stuff right now. Like, she's yes. XT champion going to brands and beating, except for Bailey, she's, she's beating everybody else. Yeah, she uh, a, a big road warrior. Um, yeah, man, uh, I'm really hoping for an EL here. I'm gonna be practical. I'm gonna pick Charlotte because, like, I, I mean, I want EO to win too. But I think if EO doesn't do, if, if she doesn't have a like proper NXT Women's Championship thing where it's like more than like. Uh, 
few weeks, it's, it makes more sense to like move her to Raw or SmackDown where she's needed and she can actually get the title or something yeah. like that. I don't Honestly, think- I think Charlotte has done some good stuff. Uh, like, you know, get, putting Mia Yim over, like, that was really nice of her. Um, like, you know, doing the thing for Chelsea Green. Like, all right, you, you, you fulfilled your community service hours. Get the fuck off the brand. <laughs> I just, I don't think that she's going to, I probably should have asked who's going to take the pen. I think, I think, uh, on, I think Ray is going to take the pen. Mm. Uh, but then again, nah. You know what? I think Io is going to take the pen because if they do Charlotte and Rhea, um, the rematch and Rhea wins, like you can't have her lose. So like, it may be Io's. I know it may be Io sitting off of her like eating the pen. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. After that video package on Wednesday with all three competitors, I don't. Even, I don't care about Rhea Ripley, man. I really don't. Well, she wakes up at 5 a.m. Um, like, I woke up at 5 a.m. And then, you know, I kept thinking about that L at SoCal WrestleMania. And I was just like, yeah, that's cool. Well, they were, like, pushing the whole, like, she's trying to, like, work her she's way. Trying to, she's trying to get back her, uh, her, her swag. But it's just like, you, yeah, uh, that's cool, man. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to see another woman fight or, you know another woman not shine because they wanted to get Rhea Ripley over. Like, they already screwed that up with Bianca Belair. Uh, so, I, I don't care about Rhea Ripley anymore. <laughs> Damn. Uh, North American Championship, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. Keith Lee, um, does, does Gargano need to be two-time? I don't think that you would have... It would be weird for me... Okay, if you're doing this whole, like... Gargano heel thing for Gargano to win and have Keith Lee chase wouldn't make sense to me. This very huge man to chase this child. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like I want my title back. I ain't gonna say right with me, man. Um, nah. Uh, let Gargano just be uh, just 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 a chicken shit heel. Just let him do that. That loses. Like he could he. He could be NXT's Miz, you know. Let him do that. I don't think that Johnny is going anywhere, though. I, I have a feeling I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Johnny winning. Actually, oh. it's gonna be underhanded. Oh. It's gonna be sneaky uh, because obviously he can't overpower Keith Lee. But um, I, mm-hmm. I got Gargano winning for some reason. Uh, well, if then, Adam Cole is too small for NXT, Gargano, I mean. Uh, it's too small to be universal champion. I don't know what a, I don't know what the hell uh, <laughs> Johnny Gargano gonna do on well, the, like uh, then, on right, right now. Then, if you have Keith Lee lose and Velveteen Dream presumably is moving up and not winning the title, you can have Keith Lee beat Adam Cole. Oh, have him uh, move up to the uh, the next title. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. And then like have Keith Lee be your NXT champion. From beating Adam Cole until he leaves, you know, because like yeah. you know, if you believe the report, like Velveteen Dream is moving on. Um, I wouldn't be mad at that if that's then uh, if that's the end game, but that's wishful booking. So I'm still gonna go with Keith Lee. Last match: NXT Championship, Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream in a backlot brawl. Adam Cole. I'm gonna. Uh, if you would have asked me this three weeks ago, well, a month ago, 
I would be Velveteen Dream 100%. It's going to be this <laughs> right now. As we are recording, I'm going out and cold. I just don't think... I, Man, there's a very big stink on Velveteen right now. and Let's just say there's a huge <laughs> cloud um, <laughs> hovering yeah. over... Um, and will I hover, will I hover that over his head for a while? Or, you know, forever? Yeah, probably. <laughs> will, will I say he has a good match? Like, yeah, but, um, you know... The whole thing is kind of bad. Go, yeah. So I'm going to go, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with you and Adam Cole retains and this backlight brawl, which is taped already. Whatever it could be. Let's talk about these shows real fast before we get out of here. Um, let's start with NXT. How do you feel about the Drake Maverick storyline? So El Hijo del Fantasma, he's obviously our new interim. NXT Cruiserweight Champion, so congratulations to him. But, at the end, everybody gave Drake a standing ovation, and then Triple H comes out and gives him a contract. A lot of people were upset about this. Um, I, I, can, I can definitely see both sides. Oh. Um, so, so, you say that you're fighting to get your job back, and then you lose, and you still get your job back. <laughs> Only a white man could do that. <laughs> um, also, I feel like this Phantasma, this is like his moment. You mm-hmm. know, he just won his first big title in the WWE. And then Drake's whole like storyline kind of overshadowed that. And I just feel like you wouldn't really have that problem if you would have just gave him the title and then just have him lose it. Um, uh, lose it to Kushida in the future or, you know. Just have him win, you know. Uh, I, I just felt like uh, it, it really took away from Phantasma uh, moment, and he's interim champion. So whenever Jordan Devlin can come back and fight for his title, he will, I guess. Um, but nah. Also, the match was not that good. Um, look, like Phantasma was like really trying to. He was trying his hardest to work with Drake. And Drake just wasn't yeah. on his game. Phantasma uh, was going like you know 180, and then Drake is like really trying to do his storyline, you know, crying and screaming and all that. And I'm just like, girl, please. I think that with this match, like when Drake did that whole like video, and like they said he was going to be in the tournament, I knew right from the get go. I'm like, dude, this dude is going to stay. Like, <laughs> like I, I just like put myself in that mind frame. I think that it was a great storyline and execution. I think it was also kind of in poor taste. Both of them can be true. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, um, certain people like Leo Rush um, voices displeasure with the storyline, even though, like, I think Rio, uh, Leo wanted to retire anyway from wrestling. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, he has every right to be mad. It's just that, like, why are you mad, though? Like, why is he mad, though? Well, I would rather him, like, honestly, to begin with, I would rather him kind of leave NXT and WWE anyway, because it seemed like he was kind of spinning his wheels. But, like, it's just, Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on what side you are on. I always, I, like, from the get-go, I was like, this dude ain't leaving. Like, this dude is going to be right back in the WWE. Like, 
As soon mm-hmm. as I, I'm like, oh, he's in the tournament. All right, cool. He's either winning or they're going to give him the contract. I agree with you. The whole thing that like when he did, they did that whole contract ceremony. Uh, Phantasma winning the title was just an afterthought, which I thought was not. I don't think that was cool. So like I, you know, yeah. yeah. Brizongo is back. They Very won the game. Yeah, they won. yeah, that was really random. I, I was like, damn, like, um, Fandango kind of like healed up quick. They are your new number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team titles. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be them in the share with Malcolm Bivens and Imperium uh, in a feud for the titles. What do you feel about that? Um, Danny Burch and, o- and Only Lorcan always get the short end of the stick, man. <laughs> y- yeah, I don't get uh, why they did that with them. But, um, I mean, <sighs> I don't know. Cause like, I, I like, I, I, like, I, I want to say that, you know, just give, uh, Brit, uh, Brit and brawlers, uh, the title shot and just have them lose. But then it was just like, you know, maybe you use Brizongo or, you know, just have them lose, uh, just have Brizongo lose, but you know, make Imperium look really good. But why? Why does like? Why'd you do the video package with Orny Larkin and uh, you know Danny Burch doing the whole thing at the bar? You know, really getting in touch with each other and stuff like that, just to like not capitalize on it yet, at least. Uh, if they capitalize it on it uh, later in the future and they get the title, then that's cool. But like right now, I'm just like, uh, why? Yeah, I mean. Imperium winning and holding the titles, like I thought it was cool. Brizongo kind of, like I said, like I'm a fan of Birch and Lorcan, and I'm like, when are they finally going to give these dudes a title run for the tag team championships? It's just not doing it. Uh, but uh, in the share, I think is going to be the next one that they build to kind of be the uh, the powerhouses of that tag team division, and eventually mm. beat everybody and win the tag titles. So. We will see. That would be good to see more of Malcolm Bivens, right? Yeah, but do do Orny Lorcan and Danny Burch lose like a number one contenders match to uh, to the to those two, and then you know then they get their title shot and like possibly win in the future? Like how how is this how is this gonna go? I mean, I was complaining that like I thought that NXT didn't have enough tag teams, and now they got five. Yeah, now there's two. Yeah, yeah that was too many. <laughs> so like, they just got. And honestly, I, I was wondering to myself, like, "Hey, man, uh, what happened to? Uh, did they like scrap that because, um, you know, uh, Riddle and Thatcher did their thing?" Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Well, we see that they're back, and it was just see uh, what they do with them next. Well, I think that like once um, NXT UK kind of like. Uh, starts up again you might see more british strong, strong style over here too mm-hmm. you can probably see that as well well i i'm i'm seeing pete dunn fight for uh um fight for riddle's honor <laughs> yeah but like have him do that on smackdown or something man move pete to like another he's small for brand yeah but like come on man like he's gonna be in nxt He's another like elder statesman, and I want to see Pete Dunn fight like 
the uh, Buddy Murphys, the Aliester Blacks, the uh, you know, like guys like that. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Last thing though, Aaliyah. Okay. Aaliyah took an L to Santana Garrett. It looks like the Amen. Rob Stone brand is over. Uh, Entertainment Seven Twenty of wrestling, it's over. Uh, Chelsea Green got a got a big win, and then you know decided to ditch Rob Stone, uh, and then looks like she's really ditching him and going to uh, <laughs> going to SmackDown. But um, him, them trying to do some stuff with Aaliyah, I guess. <laughs> don't care. I mean, she's trying. I don't. I don't care. I just don't. Wasn't she on Raw this week? I don't. Hey, man, I'm not gonna have no hope for Aaliyah, bro. So, uh, I mean, I think, the Rob, like the for me, Brand, they need. He needs new management or something like that, man. Like he needs to reconvene because it's looking. Tom uh, Phillips made a very good point. You have a brand with one client. Does anybody see the bad business practice in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, like, once you had Chelsea, right, you weren't thinking about adding somebody else? Like, when you think about yeah. adding to the, and strengthen the brand a little bit? You should have hit up Aaliyah sooner, bro. She was clearly interested. You didn't have nobody else to take up the spot. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. Uh, just... Have other managers, you know? Uh so there could be more than one telling on the brand, but uh, uh, if there's a totem pole, uh, if there's an NXT totem pole, uh, well, well it's Aaliyah, Stone ain't on it. Santana Garrett, <laughs> and possibly uh, Bronson Reed. Oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. AKA, AKA Thick Boy. I was like, what? <laughs> They've been calling him Thick Boy a long time, and. <laughs> Yeah, uh... He got beat up, sure. man, by Karrion Cross. I'm like, yo, like, do something with this dude, man. Like, he's like... I think somebody said, like, he got I'm... beat up because his nickname is Thick Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... I'm surprised he hasn't had a match with Keith Lee yet. Uh, he, Keith Lee should do, like, some open challenge thing and then have Bronson Reed come through and, uh... Lose again, but look good. Yes, sir. Like, uh... The limitless one versus Thick Boy. Limitless right. uh, oh, thick. <laughs> Jeez. Let them come together for a tag team, bro. <laughs> limitless thick. Oh man. Yeah, that was NXT. Let's talk a little bit about. Let's move in. And talk a little bit about AEW. Uh, this show, I thought was all right overall. Like it wasn't anything that I thought that it was brilliant. Uh, we did learn that they are doing Firefest, but it's going to be two nights, uh, July first mm-hmm. and July eighth. Uh, on it's going to be on regular Dynamite. I think one of the yeah the first one of the first matches they announced obviously is going to be Mox versus uh, Brian Cage, which huh. <laughs> uh, and then they have that Kenny don't Omega. even sound good on paper. And then Kenny Omega and Hamman Page versus Best Friends. That's going to be the other match. Oh, boy. They, got, they, have a, they have a job to do with the Best Friends. 
I mean, so do I think Brian Cage? It's weird. Okay, I, I mentioned. Let me backtrack a little bit. I mentioned, and I've said this over and over again for a couple of weeks. Like AEW needs to find out what the hell to do with all the guys that they have gotten, because everybody's in multiple storylines. So you got Mox and Cage. Obviously, they're going for the title, right? Then on the same <laughs> show, they interviewed Darby Allen, and he obviously wants revenge on Cage. So I'm like, okay, this is tipping me off that Brian Cage is going to lose against Mox. And then start shooting with Darby Allen. Yeah. Like, I think that AEW, one of the criticisms that I have is that they tease uh, new feuds too fast. Like, it's just like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. Like, we're going to get to, I think, you know, if they do the match on July 8th, um, Brian Cage is going to take the L. Brian Cage is going to move on, and he, he's going to feud with Darby Allen for a little bit. You know mm-hmm. And then whoever Moxley jobs next, you know, jobs next, possibly Jungle Boy. <laughs> or probably MJF. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, that sounds like an awful match. <laughs> I think I don't know. Big Swole made her return too. Uh, this week she fought Nyla Rose mm-hmm. again. Here, here we are again. Nyla Rose won. They still put her over as the most dominant person, uh, dominant female wrestler in AEW, despite losing to Hikaru Shida and her being in the crowd. Here, you know, they're like, "Hey, welcome back." You know, Tony's like, "Hey, welcome back." You know, you took the L, but like, you know, I mean, you were away from. Yeah, we're still interviewing you for some reason, but uh, yeah. But that leads how, into how you a, feel it. But that leads into a feud with Britt. You know, with her throne and then her charge in the ring. Britt's not going to be back until mm-hmm. September. So, like, how are you going to keep until like all out? So you got to keep the feud with her and Big Swole going until then. It's crazy to me. You, you don't. Uh, and then, you know, AEW is going to be doing a callback. And then the people that hate NXT for, you know, or criticize NXT for doing callbacks are going to be mad silent right now. Um, they, they had Big Swole come back after a, a rough media weekend. And uh, she loses. I don't get it. Uh, not invested in Swole at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> so, and then her going to feud with Britt Baker, who won't be back till September. Yawn. Whatever. Don't care. <laughs> like, why are you guys even doing this? Other notable things before we get out of here. Uh, obviously, FTR. Uh, otherwise known as the Revival or the Revolt, had an interview with Tony Schiavone. Of course, they name dropped like Butcher and Blade, Santana and Ortiz, Lucha Brothers, uh, Megan Page. Uh, they did, but obviously the you know the scope was on the Young Bucks, who they said they wanted um, when they were healthy, and it's obviously that makes sense because. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, like, milk that match right now. I would do that all out. Uh, you don't want to, like, burn that match on a mm. fire fest and stuff like that. But next week they're going to yeah, fight absolutely. Butcher and Blade. Uh, 
seems like unfortunately, like these guys are going to be getting jobs. Yeah, we we asked, hey, you know, they haven't been seen for a while. You should probably like establish this team, and then yeah, they'll be established as jobbers, uh, <laughs> like they always have been. So here we are. Ah oh, man, what'd you think about? Okay, so the the finale for this episode was Cody versus Jungle Boy. This was weird to me because Cody was bleeding. It feels like every other match he, he has color. Hey, he didn't bleed uh, at double or nothing, which was uh, amazing to see. Maybe Lance Archer really ain't about it. <laughs> Jungle Boy and like MJF are jaw jacking. So I'm like, okay, is MJF going to go after Cody after like he gives this open challenge thing? Or is he going to feud with Jungle Boy? But they end their match and like they hug, they have fireworks. I'm like, all right, like we know that Jungle Boy is obviously with Darby and MJF is like their guys, and hopefully like mm-hmm. Mark Quinn too. They're guys that they're going to push because they, they're young guys are going to push. It's just weird that they had like the end, like they had like this popping circumstance where like Jurassic. Express comes out and they all like hug each other and like it's it's the end. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see Jungle Boy in uh in the position of a Darby Allen uh or a Sammy Guevara. I think they've done much more and better work with those two. Um but uh you know everybody jokes that uh Cody wants to be Triple H or like similar to Triple H, you know, this, this, and the third. And I think, you know, if, if he didn't do this, it would be seen as like, he's burying jungle boy. So that's why they had to do the smoke and mirrors and all the bells and whistles at the end. And it's just like, whatever. Um, I rolled my eyes because the match wasn't that good. So it didn't really warrant all the fireworks and all that stuff anyway. Um, so it was whatever, but uh, I, I guess to celebrate the first uh, TNT whatever title defense, but I, I see it for what it really is. I mean, I see I, you for the fool that you are. Well, I hope that like with this title, Cody's just not beating every single one of the young guys. Like I understand, like you know, you're trying to put them over somehow, and like you know, you're trying to showcase them. But, like, does it really work when yeah. you're beating every single one of them? Like, Mark Quinn is not going to win next week. Like, let's be honest. I don't even know. I don't even know why he's getting a match. Oh, uh, well, I guess uh, the other one, uh, the other uh, the other person in... Uh, Isaiah Cassidy. Isaiah, Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah, uh, I guess he's injured. So, got to have a match somehow. Yeah, it's weird because I thought that, like, Mark was the guy that was injured. But I, I guess he's a, well, good that he's okay. Um, next week, yeah. Cabana versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, you also have... Don't want to see that. Santana, Ortiz, and Hager versus Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. And um, John Moxley is going to be on AW Dark this week. So That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, uh, if our favorite wrestler in front of the show, Luther, is going to be on there. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, I was gonna tweet something earlier today, and I was just like, uh, 
people are saying that AEW, like AEW shouldn't just hire black talent because they're black, you know, like, are they good enough to be on the show? Like that, that's the thing that constantly gets said a lot, but a, they hired Luther, bro. Bro. Luther is a death match legend. We've talked about this before, man. Like death. They hired Luther legend. Any black wrestler is better than Luther, bro. Bro. I can't like death match legend. And I cannot find (laughs) previous matches. Listen, if you are listening to this and you have like next Luther week on knowledge. Okay, so next week <laughs> on the show, we will have a segment where we will look at the best matches that you send us. Uh, we'll do our own research too, but if you send us stuff, we'll watch Luther matches and we'll like kind of rank what we think. We <laughs> come on, man! Like you watch death matches all the time anyway. <laughs> First of all, I don't think that anybody's going to do this because you can't find them. And then, like, <laughs> so if you send this, like, we will talk about it on the show next week. Because I've been looking and, you know, like, death. I would think that the Deathmatch Legend uh, catalog would be more readily available for somebody who has such a uh, title. So, I don't know. Uh, oh, um, one more funny thing before we go. <clears throat> Sean Spears getting yelled at by Tully Blanchard. He got an earful. Ah, oh, man. So apparently we're doing what another... What you think about having me on your books? Like, uh, like so, we're doing, so it looks like we're doing another rebrand with Sean Spears and his character. Count me out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like... I don't want to seem overly negative on the show uh, because I did enjoy it this week. Like everything, like I, I enjoyed like the story bits. Uh, <laughs> no, didn't really enjoy much of the wrestling. The no, I didn't enjoy the wrestling, but the story bits was really nice. But uh, this, count me out. You, you, there is nothing you can do to make me invested in Sean Spears at this point. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're they're trying, man. Like they're trying. I. Tully Blanchard came back yes. from the shadows and is now like I will commend them for not giving up. Listen, uh, they 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 spent the money and you know they're going to try to uh, work with the investment that they made. Uh, God bless them for that. But I'm not. Nah, I'm really. Uh, good, luck in, good luck and <laughs> yeah, good luck and God bless. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is our show for this week. Um, we hope that everybody is safe. We hope that everybody, if you're protesting, please take care of yourselves. Watch out for each other because it is crazy out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, authorities not caring. And you see nightly um, the videos of brutality and, like, breaking curfew. Just please be careful. And please be mindful that COVID-19 is still a thing. Please don't listen to, all like, all these statuses saying, like, Oh, what happened to COVID? It's still, we're still in the first wave and cases are increasing. So please wear a mask, watch out for each other, take care of yourself. Even if you aren't protesting and getting involved, please keep on speaking. Keep getting getting this out there. It affects us all. You know what I mean? Like it is not a fad. Black people are not, is not a fad for you to just do a social media challenge for and for us, for y'all to like forget about us, like we're all in this together. So, the fight for racism is not just going to end 
after Blackout Tuesday happens. This is going to be from especially for most of us and, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of us in RNC, a lifetime fight. So like if you are really about it, you're in you're in this for a lifetime. So yeah. Yeah. You and uh you either in for a long haul or you're racist. Uh I'm in for the long haul, baby. <laughs> it's kind of an easy decision. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can follow us at our, you know, at our Twitter, at RNC Radio Live, and our Instagram. Uh, we have a new episode of the Mount Silver Podcast. Talk about uh, Viridian City and Team Rocket. Mm-hmm. We have a special edition of the A Show where they, where Meals and John, uh, Justin, also talk about the social unrest and how it kind, they kind of looked at the world and pro wrestling. It's a really good episode. Everybody should listen to that. Mm-hmm. Really good episode. Um, also have a new episode of The Lookout, where they continue to talk about My Hero Academia. A new episode of It's a Challenge. Uh, listen, if you guys need an escape from all the unrest, because I know that a lot of us are tired, a lot of us are battling and on E right now, mm-hmm. if you just need an escape for an hour or two, we are here for you over in, in RNC Radio. So, like, take care of yourself, yeah. man. Take care of each other. Watch NFC TakeOver. We'll be back next week to talk about that. We'll talk about the Luther thing and whatever crazy things that we come up with. All right, guys. Like, Take care. <laughs>